Hello, everybody. It is Transformation Tuesday, and this is Dr. Malika. I'm your host for Transforming Your Life, and hopefully you are having a great week so far. I know it's just Tuesday for some of us. Um, We're just really getting in the swing of things. But as always, I am glad to be here with you guys um, on the show, on this platform. I appreciate your support. And hopefully you have heard something that has been helpful um, in the months that we have been doing this particular venture. Um, I am having a great time. So hopefully the same thing applies to you. And I wanted to just remind you guys that new episodes drop every Tuesday. So just look forward to those coming out. Um, Got a couple of special things coming up in the next couple of weeks that I'll probably highlight on the way out today um, to make sure that you're aware of what we have coming up and make sure that you don't miss out on anything great. Um, But we've had some great episodes in the past and we definitely are not going to stop now. We're going to keep that going. So today's topic, today's topic, passive aggressiveness. So (laughs) let me just start by saying this is one of my pet peeves and you're you guys are probably like she has all these pet peeves don't have a lot um this is at the top of the list victims is up there too um we've talked about that on the show um and i'm sure i'm not the only one some of you guys probably are are dealing with a couple of these pet peeves that i have that are just challenging things for you to deal with and so i say hey you know I'm not the only one with this issue. So I decided to bring it to the pod so we could talk about it. But passive aggressive behavior. Let's just start by saying what it is and giving some examples. And then we'll get into, you know, some addressing it and dealing with it and identifying it if it, if it is you. Because I feel like the best thing about these topics is that we want to also make sure that we do some self-examination. All right. So passive aggressive behavior in a nutshell is when a person acts indirectly aggressive instead of directly aggressive. So basically, instead of handling something straight on, they handle it in an indirect manner. All right. Passive aggressive people usually are resistant to requests or demands that come from another individual. And a lot of the ways that they do that is by procrastinating or by pouting or by acting stubborn instead of just coming out and saying, hey, I really don't want to do that, which would be the direct way to do it. Right. Um, they indirectly show their aggression. All right. Um, there's so many different examples that we can give to allow you to see um, passive aggressive behavior in action. Um, but I'll give you one simple one. If a person is repeatedly making excuses for avoiding a certain person, um, and that's their way of expressing that they don't like that person or they're angry with that person, that's being passive aggressive because the direct way would be to just tell that person how you feel. And there's a way to have confrontation with, with a person and a confrontation, not be crazy and out of hand, but passive aggressives don't like to actually deal with things head on. They play those mind games or they go around and they're indirect with it. 
And it can be very, very frustrating because it's like you're portraying yourself to be so, you know, tough, right? When the situation is not in front of you or the person is not in front of you. But in reality, you don't have enough in you to be able to face the situation. So that's my thing. I don't I don't like indirect stuff. That's just me. I rather we just say what we have to say. Let's not be subliminal with our stuff. Let's just deal with it head on. Um, But the reality is with passive aggressives, when they're angry, they will repeatedly claim that they're not, that they're fine. Um, But you'll find that their emotional state is really showing in other ways, even though their words are communicating one thing, other things are showing you what they actually feel. So one of the things we have to look at with passive aggressive behaviors is what causes a person to be like this? Because that's the question I always get. I get this question from students. I get this question from clients. I get this question from friends in passing when they're just trying to understand people in general. They're like, why are these people like that? Like I literally get this question all the time. And my thing is I don't claim to be an expert on all subjects. There are some things that I have more knowledge in because I've done more research in that, or I've had cases like that, um, or I've taken classes in that, or I've dealt with that in a personal experience. Um, Passive aggressiveness is one of those things that I sometimes still try to wrap my mind around because it's bewildering to me. I'm just going to be honest. Um, It's like the fake tough guy. Like that's what I call passive aggressiveness, the fake tough guy. Um, And so I try to understand it in a better way, but let's just look at some of the things that could possibly cause passive aggressive behaviors. Um, The reason why I want to look at this is because we know that passive aggression can have some really grave consequences on a lot of different types of relationships. They can impact you in your familial relationships. They can impact you in your romantic relationships in the workplace. And they can often be very destructive. But why is such destructive behavior so common? Um, Here are some things that could contribute to that. Their upbringing. All right. There's research out there that suggests that passive aggressive behavior may stem from being raised in an environment where direct expression of your emotions was discouraged and not allowed. So this person grew up in an environment where they were not allowed to express directly how they felt right um let's just think about some of the old stuff that used to be say in very you know traditional households you know children are seen and not heard things of that nature where you did not get the freedom to express yourself some of you guys are probably shaking your head saying yep i came from a household like that um that does not allow for a person to develop a pattern of expressing how they feel in earnest So they they find other ways to express their feelings that are indirect. Um, People from upbringings like this may feel that they cannot express their real feelings openly. So instead, what they try to do is they find a passive channel for their anger or their frustration. All right. So upbringing, upbringing, excuse me, is one of those things that is considered to be um, a cause, possible cause for passive aggressive behavior. Next, situational characteristics. This just means that there are certain situations 
that having a greater influence on a person being passive aggressive or there being passive aggressive behaviors. When you're in a situation where displaying aggression is not considered to be socially acceptable, for example, in the workplace, there may be family functions that you're having where it's not okay to express your aggression, like a wedding, right? Or a funeral. Um, those are probably the two most extreme examples from family situations or functions that I can think of where it's probably not okay to be aggressive and show your outward display of aggression. That person in those situations is more inclined to respond in a covert way when someone makes them angry. All right. So situational characteristics as well as upbringing. Now, let's look at another one. Taking the easy road. This one may be one of those ones where you find people, they just don't have the strength or feel that they have the strength to take it and be more assertive. So we know being assertive and emotionally open is not an easy thing to do. It's very challenging. I feel like it makes you raw, right? You have to be raw to be able to be open with your emotions and be direct with people because you don't know what the response is going to be back from another person when you express to them openly how you feel. So the reality is that that's difficult. When you're standing up for yourself, it can be difficult. For some people, it's scary. So passive aggression seems like an easier way to deal with your emotions, especially if you have to confront the source of your anger. So some people take the path of least resistance because it's safer. And just kind of like a pivot really quickly on this point, dealing with your emotions is always going to be scary. It's always going to be risky. And so... I don't encourage people to take the safe road when it comes to that. I do encourage us to take the hard road, the one where we got to climb the, the mountains and the rocks and the hills in order to get to a particular place. But you also have to put in the safety precautions that you need in order to go through that. So not a shameless plug for you to go see a clinician, but it is to let you know that making that journey of being honest emotionally and being open emotionally is going to be tough make sure you have the resources in order to do that. All right. Because you don't want to be out there mountain climbing without gear, right? That's what being emotionally open is. It's mountain climbing. So you definitely don't want to be out there without gear. All right. So that's my pivot on that. Um, and use it as you will. All right. I feel like it's necessary for me to say that because I feel like it's just really important. So we've identified some of the causes of passive aggression one of the questions I always get is how do you deal with the passive aggressive person and I'm gonna just be real with you guys you're going to be dealing with passive aggressive people your entire life you could be in a relationship with one you could have siblings or parents that are are passive aggressives you're definitely gonna have co-workers or people that you're going to deal with that are going to be passive aggressives so I feel like let's take a break now and then come back to talk about this because I want to talk about how to deal with passive aggressive, but I also want to talk about recognizing your own passive aggressive behaviors as well. Um, yeah, let's take a break and do that. and We'll come back. So again, transforming your life podcast. This is Dr. Malika. Be back in just a second. 
all right guys we are back we are back and we are talking about passive aggressiveness today passive aggressiveness so we started out with basically defining what it is and me going on a little mini rant about why um it bothers me so much um some of that talked about some of the causes and i wanted to get into in this next portion um, of the episode how to deal with passive aggressive behavior as well as identifying it in yourself um one of the things you have to, to understand is that we like to call passive aggressive behavior quiet attacks because they're not coming out and directly saying that they have an issue with you or directly saying how they feel about a particular thing so that is the challenge um, you have to look for the signs of what is going on so some of the common signs and this is kind of hitting what I talked about a little bit at the top again is a person refusing to discuss something openly or directly avoiding responsibility um, de deliberately being inefficient um, but how do you deal with that when you have to work with this person right or you are in a relationship with this person all right first step is to recognize the signs of what I gave you right so I gave you a couple of things some other things you might see in their behavior especially if you're around them enough to see their body language etc um, sulking um, you'll see them sulking a lot especially if something is expressed to them that they don't want to do or don't like so you might find that happening here's a good one backhanded compliments oh my goodness it's just like just come out and say you don't like the person or just come out and say I don't like your hair or come out and say I think you're ugly okay well don't say that guys but you guys get what I'm saying backhanded compliments are really a way of insulting a person but the taking the indirect route all right the indirect approach um, the question is what do we do with this because I'm gonna just be honest from my perspective when I deal with people like this and I'm, I'm trying to be better about this because I'm so direct usually with what I say I have sometimes hurt people's feelings because some people are not direct that way and so there's a fine line with being sensitive to because I feel like you can't be the person that talks about everybody, but be sensitive. Like that's a contradiction, like stop, right? So if you can throw the rocks, you need to be able to handle getting hit by some, right? And I'm not saying that being direct means you have to be mean to a person, but I'm trying to work through, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, I'm trying to work through how to deal with people that are just they're passive aggressive in what they do, but then they're sensitive. That's the other thing. They'll be sensitive. So I forgot to add that to one of the, the behaviors to help recognize. They'll, you'll see a lot of sensitivity with them. But here's the first thing that I will say. When the other person is attacking in their passive aggressive manner, you have to keep your anger in check. That can be a tall task because sometimes it catches you off guard. And in the moment, that split sec second reaction that you have is to respond in kind. They come at you in a way that's inappropriate and you wanna to respond to them in the exact same way. 
So you have to figure out, okay, I see what this is. Let me get myself together. Might have to count to 10. Might have to do some deep breathing. Woosah, whatever it is that you have to do. Um, you may have to chuckle a little bit. Think about something funny to get you into a different headspace. But you have to get your anger in check. You can't allow yourself to get sucked into that emotional vortex because that's really what it is. What you can do is point out the other person's feelings or what you detect the other person's feelings to be in a non-judgmental but factual manner. I'm going to say that again. A non-judgmental but factual manner. So that's the best way to do it. You got to be able to be honest and pointed out, but be honest and pointed out in a way to where they don't feel like they're being judged. All right. So you have to find a way to do that, but you have to allow them to face whatever it is they're feeling. All right. So I'll give you an example. If you're dealing with a child and children, a lot of times will display, if you don't give them the avenue in your household, the way you rear them to where they can express themselves openly, you will be dealing with children that will give you passive aggressive displays of how they feel. So say you're dealing with a child that's upset about having to do chores. You could say to them, you seem to be angry at me for asking you to clean your room. All right. That's a non-judgmental non-confrontational way of you actually talking to them about that and you can give them the open space to say let's discuss it all right what we have to understand is that the person will probably deny how they feel they'll probably deny their anger regardless of the fact that you're giving them the space to do that at that point if they're still denying it and they're not talking about it i feel like it's a good idea to step back and give them some time to work through their feelings. But at least you've let them know that you recognize that they were angry about something. So you're giving them the platform to say, hey, it's okay to feel what you feel in this particular situation. And you're letting them know that I'm open to hearing about how you feel about this particular thing. I feel like that's important. People need to feel validated in how they feel. I always say this to you guys. Your feelings are your feelings and they're valid and you have a right to have them. No one can tell you otherwise. It's the behavior that results from your feelings that you're responsible for. So you have to be responsible as much as possible in how you feel and how you behave. All right. So that is some of the ways that you can deal with those silent attacks. And you can apply this to the workplace you can apply it at home in relationships, whatever it may be. The workplace is probably a place where you have to be very strategic where you talk about this because you can't just come out and have interactions that are aggressive with people at work. So you have to be very skilled in how you deal with this. So not to just point the finger at other people. I always say I want us to do some self-work when we have these episodes. So. I want us to recognize whether or not we have passive aggressive behavior traits. It's very easy for us to recognize the stuff in other people. But what are you doing? Are you engaging in these types of behavior patterns? All right. So take a step back and look at yourself with an honest, impartial eye. All right. Ask some questions of yourself. 
Do you often find yourself sulking when you're unhappy with someone instead of just telling them how you feel? Do you avoid people with whom you are upset? Now, let me put an asterisk next to this. Yes, that's passive aggressive, but there could be knowing yourself enough to know that the interaction is not going to be positive. So you may stay away from them until you can calm yourself down in order to be responsible in how you interact and express your feelings. All right. So some of this is knowing yourself, but you still have to ask that question. Do you ever stop talking to people when you're angry at them? I got silent on you guys because all of us have probably done that. And some of us are probably like shaking our head like, yep, that's me not talking to a couple people because I'm pissed at them. Here's another one. Do you put off doing things as a way to punish others? You're like, that's petty. Yeah, passive aggressiveness can be has some pettiness in it. Yeah, that is very petty. Do you sometimes use sarcasm to avoid engaging in meaningful conversations? Now, I'm not here to attack sarcasm because I love sarcasm. I feel like it's very high form of intellectualism. So I'm going to just not get on the bandwagon of bashing sarcasm. But there are some people that use it to not actually have real conversations. If you feel that you have passive aggressive behavior patterns, also, if you feel that they are damaging your relationships, there are steps that you can take to help you relate better to others and to also express in honesty how you're feeling about particular things. Number one, improve your self-awareness. Passive aggressive actions don't allow you to deal with how you feel or be self-aware. It stems from not having a good understanding of why you're upset and what you're feeling. So you first step you got to take is start paying attention to what's going on as you react to different people and situations. Now start chronicling this and then trying to understand why am I doing this particular thing? All right. Don't treat the, the symptom. Find the root cause. Right. We always say that clinicians always say that we need to find the cause. Another tip for this. Give yourself time to make changes. After you recognize these behaviors, the first step towards change is altering your patterns, but altering your patterns and your reactions takes time. Don't expect to be a brand new you overnight. You've identified what needs to be changed. Now start taking those steps, but don't expect you to be different tomorrow. You didn't become who you are overnight, so it's not going to change overnight. So definitely give yourself time. And then one last tip is practice expressing yourself. You have to understand your emotions and you have to learn how to express them in a healthy way. Learning to express your feelings appropriately is an important step. Appropriately is the key word here. All right. Conflicts are unavoidable. Conflicts part of life. But if you know how to assert your feelings effectively, it can result in better resolution than trying to keep it and be passive aggressive. All right. I know that it just, it seems like it's not a big deal, but just realize passive aggressive behavior can be very destructive, but there are ways for you to change it. All right. So it's better to understand what's going on 
and also a deal with your feelings and emotions and so that you can be as healthy as possible in all your interactions and all your different relationships that you have right if you deal with them you can minimize the destructiveness or the damage that can happen to your relationships or the different things that you're trying to do well that's our time to get out of here i'm going to plug next week's episode because i want to tell you guys now you don't want to miss it um, i'm going on a girls getaway weekend with um, um a couple of my best girlfriends my daughters and one of my best friend's daughters they're they're all, all older teenagers and we're going to be doing some hot topics so you do not want to miss next week you're going to be getting a very diverse perspective of about seven different women of different aspects of life um, different life experiences and we're going to be hitting a bunch of hot topics so you don't want to miss it um, hopefully after you hear this you'll be repairing some of your relationships with you know so we won't be having these issues but as i always say to you guys be good to yourself be good to others until we get back next week have a great rest of your week. Bye.